आई वी एम हे गाइस IVM podcast is turning 7 can you believe it it's been an awesome journey for me specifically i was a guest on kartik nagarajan's podcast filter coffee to start of proceedings then you know i started doing my own podcast which was called the traveling professor's diary and then it's transformed into smarter with sid i've done about more than 220 odd episodes along with IVM and it's been such an awesome journey for me with these wonderful folks i can't wait to see what the next 7 years brings for all of us here's your smart fact of the day in 2017 ocean tomo released a study that turned heads it showed that over the past 40 years the vast majority of the value of the standard and poor 500 had transformed from tangible to intangible assets according to the study intangible assets had gone from representing about 17% of the value of the s&p 500 in 1975 to 84% of its value in 2015 think about that upwards of 80% of the value of what is widely regarded as the best single gauge of large cap us equities transformed from tangible assets that could be you know held weighed shipped to intangible assets intangible is assets that include intellectual property like patents trademarks copyrights they also include brands and that is what i want to talk about the return on investment on an intangible asset like brand so what and how can we measure branding work and what it is all about let's focus on this in this episode of smarter with sid let's go This question is because of uh, Sarthak Garg so shout out to Sarthak he asks how do we calculate the return on investment for a branding campaign and uh, you know if you invest 20 lakhs of a company's budget as the marketing budget along with the cost of developing content and other resource costs like employees how would we be calculating roi on that investment and uh, can we correlate it to growth in sales growth in brand value etc etc Sarthak thank you so much for this question and I want to be very specific and clear about my answer to this. First of all, let's not conflate the term marketing budget with the term brand budget because marketing budget also includes stuff which is around, you know, sales oriented and promotional activities like performance marketing digitally and maybe even uh, the the old fashioned way. So what we need to figure out is you know how much are we spending on brand building work now brand building work itself might have different aspects to it it could be a brand image building campaign the likes that you see coke and pepsi do or it could very well be uh, you know improving the brand experience of your product or service or or whatever uh, you're uh, trying to market and that is also something which uh, can form part of your brand work right so the fact is that brand building work can take various forms and it is extremely difficult to kind of correlate it with some hard numbers what do i mean by hard numbers i mean sales revenue i mean profitability and and the rest of it and yet the standard and poor 500 says that a brand's intangibleness contributes to you know the valuation of a company Uh, in the stock market so what gives what is this difference and how can we actually measure 
whether a brand is doing good work or bad work now sales and uh, you know revenue and and the rest of it you can kind of correlate with the start and the end of a brand campaign so you can say okay we did this brand campaign right now and how much have sales and revenues increased in say 6 months or a year or whatever but what we must understand that these are correlations but we can't prove direct causation and in fact the sales activity typically is measured quarter by quarter while branding work typically takes a long time to actually gain any kind of momentum why is that so because branding is not only talking to your conscious mind but it's also talking to your subconscious state of affairs and that actually means that it will take its time towards building whatever it's trying to build in your head now what is branding actually trying to build in your head branding is actually trying to do a couple of things in your mind the first thing is that it is trying to build awareness unless and until you are aware of the brand let's say you see an amul holding you understand what amul is now i'm not a great proponent of all the things that amul does on its holdings but it is directly connected to the fact that awareness certainly increases because of branding work the second thing is differentiation so if i look at one of the most important things that a brand uh, campaign can do is that it can differentiate itself from competitive offerings as well as alternatives that a customer might choose if Uh, the brand did not exist in a very strong way in uh, that person's mind and thirdly a brand campaign actually or brand work of any kind also builds trust and that trust is extremely important for customers to remain being customers or prospects to actually feel comfortable when you're dealing with you know uh, somebody uh, a representative from your company so differentiation trust and awareness seem to be very much part of what a brand campaign does and when i say brand campaign do keep in mind once again that i'm not only talking of the image building activities but it could also be towards enhancing the brand experience that i'm getting maybe in a car showroom or maybe in a coffee shop or whatever your product or service may be so brand does work which is connected to emotions now emotions and logic typically don't go hand in hand very well so it is very difficult for you to say okay i made people feel great things about my product or service and how has it related in a sales thing sure you can correlate it but i think it is better for us to step aside from this entire debate and actually see what a brand does now let's imagine this and it's a perfect metaphor for actually explaining what a brand campaign or brand work of any kind does imagine two patients with covid okay so they have both contracted covid but the first patient has you know a lot of comorbidities and uh, you know has is a little obese and uh, has not been really taking care of uh, his or her lifestyle and on the other hand the second uh, person let's assume that both of them are of the same age but the second person has taken care of uh, his or her lifestyle takes a lot of vitamins and uh, stays healthy does a workout it's quite likely that the prognosis for patient number 2 is much better than patient number 1 even though they have got the same disease now this metaphor is very useful because it allows us to see just imagine that you have a situation wherein patient number 1 is the patient in the branding piece who is not doing any branding work and patient number 2 the company which is doing branding work 
Now imagine when the rubber meets the road and when the salesperson is going out to sell something or the you know a returning customer is going to the store and is contemplating various alternatives and choices. This is where brand building works because awareness, differentiation and trust suddenly get kicked into your mind and then you make the choice for that brand which has connected very deeply on these emotions. It is like those vitamins that you need to take. That is why I always believe that, you know, any marketing practitioner or maybe people on the finance side who are trying to core, uh, you know, find some core cause of how can this work be connected to it are actually looking at brand building work as aspirin that you actually take to solve a disease rather than the vitamins that you need to take in order to remain healthy. And that's why I think that this metaphor really works. We need to have different metrics towards brand building. And this brand building work works across the various stages that a customer goes through, whether the customer is not even considering buying anything, uh, which represents a latent need in the mind of the customer to the customer actively considering variety of things, uh, becoming aware of alternatives or very close to actually selecting something or actually selecting something and perhaps repurchasing something. I think the core aspects of awareness, differentiation and trust are the metrics in which you can actually measure a brand campaign because brand campaign is all about vitamins. And by the way, I don't like the term brand campaigns. That's the last thing that I would like to say before I close out this episode. Because I believe that today the word should be brand conversations. What is the conversation that you want to have with your prospects, your customers and, uh, you know, uh, everybody, others, every other stakeholder connected to your brand rather than what's the campaign that I need to give like uh, overlord to, to my customer base. I think in this egalitarian information symmetrical world, I think starting a conversation and measuring the impact of this continuing conversation is extremely important for any budding marketer to keep in mind. I hope you liked this episode of Smarter With Sid. And uh, if you do like this episode, do click on the like button or subscribe to this uh, particular podcast. And hey, if you like this podcast, IVM's got a lot of uh, great podcasts that you should certainly check out. And if you like who I am, well, you can always connect with me on LinkedIn and on Instagram where I am the traveling professor. On that happy note, 